Ooh, that smell. A mouse plague grows to biblical proportions across Australia. A man in China is offering breast implants using his mind. And a mule festival has been scheduled after Mule Day was canceled in Tennessee. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, and they are weird. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian, and sometimes I'm, I'm a comedian. You can't escape the smell. A mouse plague grows to biblical proportions across eastern Australia. Drought, fire, and COVID-19 pestilence. And an all-consuming plague of mice. Rural New South Wales has faced so many challenges nature has thrown at them. Now they're dealing with a plague of mice. Where do these mice come from? Why are there so many? In online and social media posts, everyone in the rural towns of Northwest NSW and Southern Queensland has their own mouse war story. They're posting details about how they wake up to mouse droppings on their pillows, or even watching the ground move at night as hundreds of thousands of rodents flee from torchlight beams. Lisa Gore from Toowoomba told the media that her friend stripped the fabric of her armchair when it began to smell, only to find a nest of baby mice inside the stuffing of the chair. Unbelievable. Dubo resident Karen Fox walked out of the shower to see a mouse staring at her from the ceiling vent. There's nothing she can do, she says, because the stores are sold out of mouse traps. Oh, no. North of Dubo, in a place called Galargambone, wow, Australia just has, like, the coolest city names, somebody named Nav Singh arrives five hours early for work at the supermarket to clean up after the uninvited vermin visitors. Here's a quote from the grocery store employee. We don't want to go inside in the morning sometimes. It stinks. It really stinks. They will die, and it's impossible to find all of the mouse bodies. Some nights we're catching over four or five hundred. Before opening, Singh must empty the store's 17 mouse traps, sweep up the droppings, and throw out any products that the mice have gotten into. We have got five or six bins every week just filled with groceries that we are just throwing out because they've been been infested by the mice or damaged by the mice. The family-run business has had to drastically reduce stock, put whatever they can in thick containers, use empty refrigerators to store the rest. Nothing in the store is safe, with mice even chewing their way into plastic soft drink bottles. (laughs) This is unbelievable. How did this happen? Well, the article explains it. After years of drought, rural NSW in parts of Queensland enjoyed a bumper crop due to the recent wet season that they've had. But this influx of new produce and grains has led to an explosion in the mouse populations. Locals say they started noticing the swarms up north in October, and the wave of rodents has been spreading south ever since, growing to, as they say, biblical proportions. Singh estimates that the plague has so far cost the grocery store upwards of $30,000 and is unsure how much longer they can continue. Locals say the plague has affected people's daily life so much the usual conversation starter has changed from a comment on the weather to comparing how many mice they caught the previous night. 
Pip Goldsmith in Conamble. I just love that this person's first name is actually Pip. I didn't think they named anybody Pip in the 21st century. But Pip says she, uh, she knew she would have to set traps in her home and fields when the mice started descending, but had no idea she would also need to do the same in her car. Here's a quote from Pip. I realized there had been a packet of seed biscuits that had fallen out of a shopping bag in my back seat. The mice had chewed through the box, eaten every single seed. There was nothing left. That night, I set six traps and just kept checking them. I think I caught nearly 20 mice before midnight in my car. <laughs> the tally from her car alone is now at more than 100 mice, and she thinks the total trapped at her home is probably in the thousands. They stink, whether they are alive or dead. You can't escape the smell sometimes. It's oppressive, but we are resilient. The plague has given rise to a new form of morbid family bonding with kids enlisted as frontline soldiers and fighting the rodents at home and in the inside cars. One anecdote by a family says that they recorded a total of 183 caught mice in a single night. A very no doubt bonding experience for the family. Yeah, just drink wine and catch mice all night. But I mean, if it's like this every night, this is just a horrific way to live. Can anybody corroborate? Anyone living in this area of the world? Queensland? I know I got some listeners in Australia. I, I feel bad for what's happening to you with, with the mice infestation. This is terrible. I mean, it's bad enough that you have COVID and now you have mice to deal with. And by the way, I've seen the other creatures that you have in Australia. There's so many poisonous creatures. Huge bugs bigger than your face. I mean, what a scary place to live. Oh, boy. You guys are brave. You're brave. A man in China claiming to be a Taoist master is offering breast implants with mind control. And the authorities are pretty worried. A man in northern China who claims to be able to use mind control to enhance the size of women's breasts may be in hot water after releasing a video of himself using his powers on 27 women at the same time. The video clip came out on March 17th and has since gone viral. It shows the middle-aged man who calls himself the Gu Huao Master standing opposite a line of women, waving his hands and drawing circles in the air. After walking past all 27 of the ladies, the man claimed they now have larger breasts. <laughs> okay. In the video, they don't take their shirts off and show us. We don't have a before and after photo of any of these women. In fact, the women in the video actually appear to act as promoters for his services, although there's no verification for the claims of their breasts being in enlarged. One of the women is quoted in the video as saying, my breast circumference was 87 centimeters before this session. It increased to 91 centimeters after the master performed his magical skills. Then he did it again, and my breast circumference grew to 93 centimeters. She doesn't show us photos of this process, of course, so we have to take her word for it. I'm going to call bullshit. Another woman is smiling, and she says, my breast size grew gradually as the master performed his techniques. They are still bulging. <laughs> They're bulging. My breasts are bulging from his witchcraft, crazy breast witchcraft. And I know you know. Uh, the man whose real name was not clear said he's a director of a Taoist clinic in a place called Shi Jia Huang. I don't think I said that correctly, but I tried my best, guys. I tried my breast. <laughs> Stupid. 
This guy is, what do they call? A charlatan, a BS artist. For his part, the master does not claim his powers to be restricted to only breasts. Oh my goodness, can you grow my wee-wee? He said he could use Taoism to make people grow taller, lose weight, heal bones, treat tumors, and make people smarter by putting air inside their head. <laughs> yeah, put air in my head. That makes me smarter. It, my whole life, I've called airheads. Not, not that I've called airheads, but my whole life, an airhead ref was referred to as a stupid person. Apparently, this guy puts air in your head and you become smarter. Here's a quote from this idiot. It's not a big deal for my patients to grow three to five centimeters. Even a grandma in her 70s can still grow taller. Believe me, the results from my treatment is obvious on the spot. Oh, is it now? Because you got ladies in videos saying so. That makes it obvious. Okay, he charges for these services. Let's figure out how much it is. It's a robbery, whatever it is. He charges 2,300 US dollars equivalent. For every centimeter of growth, is that for height or uh, we're talking about bulging breast size? He said he would not charge clients if his methods fail. He also claims his treatments uh, were actually something called Zhu Yushu, which is an ancient Chinese form of witchcraft. Religious authorities say he is a fraud and filed his case to the police. <laughs> Good. They're investigating the self-proclaimed guru. You should investigate those lying ladies as well. Although they probably got paid off. It's, you know, it's not their fault. They're just trying to make a buck. So they tell everybody that their breasts are nice. Not nice, but larger. And they take their money. He's a swindler, someone says. We have reported the scam to the police and are waiting for the investigation result of the police, this person says. The Market Supervision Bureau Regulatory Authority announced an investigation days ago. The vice director of the bureau said it found no business activities at the address where this man's company is registered and believes that his company operates elsewhere. No, his company doesn't operate elsewhere. It doesn't exist. Stupid. <laughs> and, you know, it's a damn shame that people could just make videos that go viral of this nonsense and then people fall for it. We're, in a way, and even myself, are giving this guy free press. So sad. And even if one in 10,000 people actually give him money, that's still enough for him to keep doing what he's doing, which is just really sad. I'm going to increase your breasts with mind control. I mean, what is he watching, cartoons? Where does he get this idea? And if you give someone $5,000 who says they can increase your breast size with mind control via witchcraft, that you're a dummy and I don't feel bad for you. Now, for $20, if he said he would try to increase my penis size, yeah, all right, I'll give you 20 bucks. You want to wave your wand around my wand and see what happens? Yay! Mule Festival has been scheduled after Mule Day was canceled. This is Columbia, Tennessee. Anybody in Tennessee? Have you guys experienced Mule Day? What's that all about? Sounds smelly. It says Mule Festival 2021 has been scheduled after Mule Day in Colombia was canceled due to COVID-19 concerns. <laughs> Great. We're going to cancel Mule Day because of COVID. Instead, let's have a Mule Festival that's two weeks long. <laughs> Great idea. There's an interview here with someone named Bonnie who owns a business in downtown Colombia. Let's see what she says about the cancellation of Mule Day. She says, oh, geez, COVID put them really in a tough place. So that was sad, but it was a kick in the gut. 
to small businesses as well, because that weekend or week, I should say, brings in about three million dollars of revenue. Mule Day brings in three million dollars of revenue. How many people are going to Mule Day, Bonnie? Now, a different group has come about. They're scheduling a new event, spearheading the event, as they call it. It's called Mule Fest. Bonnie said, hey, something is better than nothing. It's just such a huge morale booster for the city that we're going to have Mule Fest. Bonnie, aren't you a little suspicious that Mule Day is canceled because of COVID, but then a Mule Festival comes about? I feel like there's some chicanery going on here. Chicanery? Jonesy, where'd you get that word? I don't know. I read and shit. Okay, it says here, it all began when Jody Hoffman created a Save Mule Day group on Facebook. Please save Mule Day. Yeah, you want to save Mule Day. It's $3 million in revenue. I don't know how. Because people are just giving money to the mule owners. Are there mule events? Mule contest? A mule beauty contest? Like, what is it? The name has been changed to Maury County Mule Fest 2021. This lady is very excited. I'm very excited. I never thought that a starting a Facebook page would get over 8,000 people on it. Now we're on a committee with somebody named Andy. It's amazing to see all of this kind of form together, you know. We're very excited about Mule Fest 2021. <laughs> Ooh, they're very excited about Mule Fest. There's really nothing going on in Columbia, Tennessee. Now, Maury County Bridal and Saddle Club, who puts on Mule Day, did not speak publicly. However, they're concerned that a copycat event will will be a little confusing to tourists. They plan to have their Mule Day again in 2022. (laughs) Maybe you guys should not have canceled Mule Day. I mean, I'd imagine in Tennessee, who's canceling events? No one gives a shit in Tennessee about COVID, right? I mean, you're way too close to Florida to care. (laughs) Well, in case you're wondering, Mule Fest is scheduled for Memorial Day weekend. So more people have time to get vaccinated. We want this to be a safe event. But we're tired of being stuck inside and not having anything for our community to do. So basically what we did is we stood up for our community. Now we got Mule Fest, man. There's something to do. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, I like mules. You never been to Mule Fest? Well, come on down to Mule Fest, man. Come on. We'd let you ride a mule. You could smell a mule. Shoot, man. I even make mule kebabs. I got a stand. Come down and eat some mule, you know. Judge the mule beauty contest. We got mule races. We got mule jump contests. We got... How fast, how far can you throw a mule? We got those kinds of contests, too. It's just all about the mule, man. You want to dress up like a mule? You want to have sex with a mule? Hey, man, Mule Fest has it all. Not all of that quote was accurate. But, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to beef it up, you know. The article doesn't mention any website for the Mule Fest, but I'm sure just a quick Google will give you your information. If you guys are in Tennessee, you want to hit up the Mule Fest 2021, send me some videos and photos. I want to know what's going on over there. Well, hello, everybody. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I'm going to thank y'all for supporting this podcast here by just listening to it, downloading it. That's pretty swell. I really like that. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed the stories today. Thanks, everybody, for emailing me links to weird stories this week. Appreciate it. Y'all going to Mule Fest? Make sure you take some photos and pics and selfies with some mules. Get them on over to me, man. I want to know the lowdown at Mule Fest, man. Maybe I'll go next year. Maybe I'll buy a mule myself and make it purdy and enter it into the purdy meal contest. How about that? Uh, I appreciate you. Please uh, consider joining my Patreon and supporting the show that's recorded inside a closet. That would be helpful. Maybe Jonesy can get rid of his day job someday. 
go to weirdafnews.com where you can send a little donation or you can buy me a cup of coffee or you can join the Patreon. That's something you can do. And you feel real good about yourself, man. Kind of like riding a mule. (laughs) I'm out of my mind and overly caffeinated. Can you tell? Can you tell, guys? This is what happens when you send Jonesy coffee. Out of control, guys. Uh, What what did I want to say? Oh, yeah. Please, uh, if you can't support the show... By sending me a couple of bucks on the Patreon. No problem. I understand we're having some financial difficulties. Some of you haven't even gotten your stimmy yet, like me. I don't know where my stimulus check is. Not happening. Maybe I'm not going to get it at all. I don't know what I did wrong. Anyways, if you can't support the show that way, you can always support the show by telling a friend, a neighbor, a lover, a coworker, a boss, someone in your jail cell maybe, <laughs> the nearest mule owner you know. Tell them about tell them about Weird AF News. Suggest it as a possible podcast to try at some point this year. There's a lot. There's a lot of choices when it comes to podcasts. So uh, if anybody gives it uh, Weird AF News a chance, I'm grateful. You know, because there's too many choices out there. So, and I appreciate you guys listening because there's a many many other podcasts you could be listening to. Any of them, and you're listening to this one right now. And I so so greatly. Appreciate that. And I ain't talking shit either, all right? I really mean it from the bottom of my core. You got it? Anyways, that's it for today's show. I'll post a couple of phone calls after this, perhaps. And then uh, I'll see you tomorrow as well, because we'll be doing it all week, baby. We're doing it. Hi, Jonesy. It's your fan in Florida, Marie in Miami. And I like your Florida Fridays. They're great, but I gotta say something about Flying cars, please don't bring them to Florida. People here are stupid driving on the streets. Imagine people in Florida flying a flying car. It'll be a nightmare. Okay, that does it. I'm moving. (laughs) Okay, take care. Bye. Jonesy, you rock and roller. Uh, yeah. This is your buddy Jim from Cleveland. Hopefully you're doing okay. Um, yes, I enjoyed your article about uh, flying cars. thought it was interesting. I heard, um, oh, I don't know how long ago that India was going to pursue flying cars, and they were actually going to have a taxi service, which I thought was interesting. You can take a taxi, uh, I guess, a flying car. Wouldn't it be kind of wild? And then I was thinking of the lost in space. Do you remember when they used to have the family with the power pack behind their back and they would fly? They should just do something like that. Wouldn't it be cool to have one of them just like, hey, I'm going here. I'm going to fly and whatever. I wonder technology, if we'll ever get to see that kind of thing where we can have a, one of them flight seats or whatever, whatever to fly. And then uh, you were mentioning about uh, the calls have not uh, been picked up. Well, maybe you should try calling the people back. Maybe you should just take one person out of the month and call them. Now, we're not talking about the people that call you from the U.K. unless you got uh, access to that. But you should just take a name and call them, one person, and say hi. I think that would be interesting. Um, there are people that don't go on the computers. I know it's kind of sad to say that, but 
people just don't have the time to email and access. Take me, for instance, I'll call you and say hi when I have time, um, if I have something funny to tell you or something interesting. So in the meantime, my friend, you stay safe. And uh, I can remember going on the roller coasters as a child, and they would have people inspecting the roller coaster, a guy, and he would climb up the track, the wooden track in here, and he would inspect the first hill, and he was way up there before the roller coaster would dip down to the first hill. And I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't think I would have the uh, guts to do that. So many different stories. Another guy in Coney Island used to sit on the back of the roller coaster, the back seat, the actual where you put your back in the seat. He would sit on top of that and ride it. And then a couple years, I don't know how many years, but uh, the gentleman actually fell off the roller coaster. And it was like, wow, I remember that guy. He would ride the roller coaster on the back, and he would lock his feet up or something. But, yeah, this time they weren't on tight, and he fell off. And, well, he's no longer to uh, tell the story, interesting.